like what qualities do you think you bring out in each other that mm -hmm. might not be there if the other person wasn't part of this venture with you? Well, if it wasn't for Melinda, I would be a, a complete mess out here. <laughs> <laughs> I would be a complete utter mess out I'm here. Into that. Oh, I, I know so, I know so. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Tea with Abby, the show where we talk the tea, aka the truth of what it is like to run a business. And this season, we're focusing on duos and partners and founders who have outside relationships um, other than their work relationship. And today's guests are husband and wife team. My dear friends, Dawan and Milena, who are here of DMAG Capital, welcome to the tea. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having us. Good, cheers. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. How are you? How's uh, How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm well. I'm here. Um, I think this is probably one of our first evening episodes we've ever shot, so the light is kind of nice and dim, and um, it's been a great day of business. Very grateful for all the things. Um, I hope you guys can say the same. Where are you coming uh, to us from right now? Where are you guys? We are coming from New Jersey, Lynnhurst, New Jersey, to be exact. <laughs> the Garden uh, State. <laughs> the Garden State. And um, so a little bit about DMAG Capital. Um, I'd like to hear it in your own words, but essentially you are uh, real estate investors. You find properties, you flip them, you fix them up. Sometimes you resell them, sometimes you rent them. Can you walk us through a little bit of your business and how it's structured? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, first things first, we, we started back in October 2015. Um, Elena and I, we were still dating, boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. And um, friends of ours approached us and they said, listen, we've been investing in real estate for, what, two years at that point. You guys should definitely, you know, get in. It's a great, uh, great way to make some side income. So me and Melena, we bounced the idea back and forth for a while and we decided to just take the plunge. And fast forward five years later, um, we have a nice, a nice size portfolio here in Northern New Jersey. Um, we own right now a total of 11 properties, 25 units. Um, and basically what we do is we'll buy properties um, that need work, that need some love, some TLC. And um, we'll go in there and we'll get to work. We'll renovate the property, make it look nice and modern, very clean. And um, eventually what we'll do after is we'll get some tenants in there and we'll rent them out. Um, as of recent, uh, we just started um, getting into the flipping game, actually. Mm. So two properties that we have right now are currently being flipped. Um, the market that we're in just, it supports that business model right now um, so that we can get into a property and instead of putting tenants in it after, we just put it right back onto the market and sell it to a, a first-time home buyer or a family that's looking for a new home. But just so you know, this did not start. Uh, we didn't start this with an idea of having, of like doing, like, ha yeah. you know, having a business. We mm -hmm. just, we were like, oh, let's see how this works. We had some savings and we moved in together. And I was very reluctant because I'm like the more <laughs> conservative one. So I was like, oh, I don't know. But then he's like, no, we gotta do it. We gotta right. do it. So I'm like, fine, let's, let's, if, what's, what's better time than that? Right. So um, we just kind of invested the first property and we're like, wow, this is, you know, this is pretty cool. So we did it again and again and again. And eventually we we're like, okay, like 
we can certainly turn this into a business, you know, make a living out of it. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. That's, that's pretty amazing. And I, I love, I love that journey of being like, ah, let's just one, one time. And then something right. clearly clicked and worked not only with your feelings towards it, but then also how you guys were, you know, working together. Was it easy at first? Um, was there a little bit of, um, workflow to figure out on how the two of you were going to collaborate on this or did it come naturally to you guys? I mean, I feel like it came naturally to us. You know, right? it was just kind of, we were so young. We had no idea what we were doing. Go <laughs> <laughs> with the flow, see what happens. We'll figure things out. Mm -hmm. And I remember we, we bought the house. It was October 28th, 2015. Yes. And by November 1st, like the house didn't need any work. It was our first property. So we just kind of, we walked it, we yeah. cleaned up, and we're like, oh, let's just put it out on the market, see what happens. By November 1st, in three days, the house was fully rented. Yeah. And at that point, we were like, whoa. <laughs> this is this easier is, than we thought. Yeah, this is easier <laughs> than we thought. So I feel like we just had, we just, I don't know if you want to say we got lucky, but we just, luck. yeah, beginner's luck, I guess. Yeah. But we just got really, uh, we got a really good piece of property. And um, the first one was easy. I guess as you grow, that's when it starts getting a little harder and harder. Yeah. The first one was not so bad. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Um, what is it like in your experience right now, managing tenants and starting to work on this flip process? Um, do you think both, you're always gonna be doing both? Do you, are you starting to enjoy one over the other? Like, um, That's a good question, actually. I mean, we've always wanted to get into flipping. We've always wanted to get into it. It's always an idea that we, we entertained we just didn't know when was the right time. Um, now that we're actually in the process of flipping too, we, we love the process because we're learning a lot. You know, one process is, one property I should say, is very similar to what we do right now with our other properties that we end up renting. The other one on the other hand, it's like a full gut job, structural work, we're changing the layout. We have to get an architect involved, which we do now. And it's just an entire learning process with that particular property. But at the same time, we have, 21 other tenants that are relying on us for any issues at all whatsoever. Um, especially now during the times that we're in, you know, communication is what so, so important um, to the point where if I get a phone call, if I get a text message, you know, I have to literally drop what I'm doing to make sure that these tenants are, you know, taken care of. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're balancing the two, but we're kind of blending the two at the same time. We're loving it right now. Yeah. Really cool. Who handles more of those tenant calls and who handles more? Hundred <laughs> <Yeah. 100%. laughs> percent. So yep. he takes all the calls. I just, uh, I'm just more on the background. Um, he's more of like you no know, boots on the ground. Um, he's always out and about, right. always talking to people, always doing some sort of business outside. I'm more, you know, at home, you know, just taking care of all the small details. Yeah. Um, Taking care of the books, receipts, everything, everything that needs to be taken care of that he hates, I do. Yeah, yeah. I Milena is more detail oriented yeah. than me. I'm the big, I'm the big picture person. Yeah. Like I see some, I have like that shiny object syndrome. I see it, I want it. Yeah. And then Milena's like, okay, well, let's try to figure out how yeah. we can acquire that, how we can make it happen. I like to say that I'm out here, you know, just running, making a mess, and then Melinda is just like cleaning it up and making sure That's that we're pretty good. much what happened. Yeah, <laughs> but he's you know he's more of like an extrovert. He he has more like a, a people person. He's more of a people person, so he it's just it comes to him 
easier and right. it's valuable to me. Is that how you guys are naturally in your relationship outside of your business? Oh, yeah. I want to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm always, I'm always talking. I'm always the loud one. Yeah. Noah got that from me because he is super loud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then Malena, Malena, on the other hand, you know, she's very calm and yeah. very analytical. You know, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. I I do want to ask a bit, a little bit, how baby Noah is doing and. For our viewers out there, these two dear friends became parents almost a year ago? Nine months. Yeah. Yeah. Nine months I next know. week. <laughs> what has bringing, uh, been bringing a child into the mix? And now, you know, you're adding another title, which is something that Albert and I are going to be experiencing soon. We went from husband and wife to business partners. Um, now we're going to be parents. Like, what did adding that sort of next layer to your relationship look like for your business? How did it affect it? I mean, question. it's it was definitely an adjustment. Yeah. Um, no amount of books, podcasts, <laughs> yeah. shows, you name it, nothing can prepare you for what a baby does yeah. to you as a family. And in a good way, yeah. um, at least for us, it was in a good way. Um, he just makes it all worth it Absolutely. you know like you we thought we had a purpose we thought you know we have a goal in life and obviously like any entrepreneur we were chasing the freedom yeah. but now it just all makes sense it was that little piece that was missing and now it clicked it and it's clicked. just it he just makes it all worth it yeah. and i can't even i love him so much i can't even describe you <laughs> how, like <laughs> The, the, the amount of love that we have for that kid and what he bring, what he brought into our family, he really completed us. That yeah, is for, for sure. sure. <laughs> for sure, for yeah. sure. It's, it's, he's, he's at the age now, I mean, he's always been a little cutie no matter what, but he's at the age now where he's so playful and he like, he's so curious. And like, if I have to step out in the middle of the day for whatever reason, he'll crawl all the way towards the door, like following me. As soon as I come home and I open the door, he's there like popping his yeah. head like, oh, daddy's home. You know, it's it's an amazing, amazing feeling. And he just he makes us just go harder. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's accelerated your business, you think? Oh, for sure. Your ambition. Yeah. yeah and sure. it's like, you know, it's surprisingly you learn so much from a little person like that because <laughs> it just really resurfaces everything that you were born with like he will try something over and over and over again until he gets it until he gets it and you know like as we grow older we kind of lose it you know like we're just like you fail once you fail twice you fail third time ah, whatever like, that's it. I'm done. whatever i'm done but right. he's not like that he'll keep going and going and going he's and very going. persistent yeah i mean that's how babies are you know yeah. that's how that's how they learn basic skills and Absolutely. it's just really motivating to see him try so much and and just trying to like absorb everything. It's, it's, yeah, we love it. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's definitely so, literally growing before our eyes yeah. and it's an amazing thing to see. And he can like, you know, he's essentially a part of it right now since you're, you know, running the business from where you are. We all are running the, our businesses from our homes right now. And, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming it allows you a certain flexibility to incorporate him into your life in the way that another job where you might have to drop off the daycare for the day or like hire a nanny um maybe eventually you will need a, you know somebody to come step in and help you guys during the day but um 
you know, you've really created something for yourselves that allows autonomy. Um, What was it like taking your business from that first, like, oh, let's go try it out. And then, oh, that works. Let's do it again. And then we do it again. Like, how did it turn from that into, okay, we're officially going to, you know, get. We were just talking about Get filed, uh, you know, with the government, turn this into a real thing. Like, what's that process like for you guys? We were, we actually had this conversation the other day. So, because I was, I I actually asked the same question. I was like, when did we decide that? (laughs) And she reminded me we were on our honeymoon and we were literally, um, you know, beachside by the bar, you know, just catching up on everything. And we were, you know, literally just talking about our goals, you know, one year, three years, five years down the road. And we literally put together a plan right there. And we realized like, we're so close to, at least for me, leaving my job and doing this full time. This is what we need to do to actually make it happen. And the goal was to, um, for me to put in my notice at my job, um, March, 2020, right? right? So, like by the first quarter of 2020, by the end, like, yeah. yeah, by the end of the first quarter of 2020, he was supposed to be out. And I was able to actually put my notice in um, September, 2019. So pretty much like a quarter earlier. And it was because we literally put a game plan in place and we just, we put all our chips in. We said, you know what, let's just go in. And, you know, luckily we had enough confidence in ourselves, in our experience, in our network of people that have, you know, put us under their wing um, to make that decision and just go hard. Yeah. And And I remember I was, I was uh, six months pregnant when he quit. Um, mm-hmm. his job and everybody was like are you guys oh, crazy yeah. oh, you're yeah. not gonna have a steady income coming in that's a huge risk and in my mind I'm like it's a huge risk if we don't take this step right. you know we need to we, we need this freedom right. like I, we want to be involved in the baby's life so we can't just you know we, I, could, I just couldn't imagine both of us working nine to five every single day and not spending time with our son yeah. so for us that was just like it was more of a reason for us, you know, to have him quit the job and, and just do it full time. And ever since it's just, it's been great. We've yeah. been, we've been wow. able to do so much. Absolutely. That's a pretty powerful statement there. It's a huge risk not to take the risk, not to take, take that. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because then you are jeopardizing a whole future of possibility for yourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Did that, that leap of faith, did it put a strain on your personal re- relationship? Like, how did it affect your marriage? Um, or was it completely the opposite of that? Um, I mean, it, 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 ha- it wasn't perfect. It hasn't been perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, we're a team. We're in this together. Yeah. We made this decision together. And we knew the consequences of that right. decision. Um, so there have been days where it's like, oh, this is crazy. But yeah. no matter what, like we go to sleep at night and we look at each other, we kiss each other good night, we say we love you, and we're waking up the next day and we're doing it all over again because this is what we, this was our decision, yeah. no matter what. So and we just we don't question, and that's why we always, whenever we make a decision, we're always on the same page. If yeah. we can't get we can't get on the same page, we just we just don't make the decision yeah, yet. Sure. <laughs> we wait until we both agree on what we want to do. Because otherwise we know that at some point in the future, it's going to come back mm-hmm. and we're going to have a problem. So let's just agree on something now and whatever yeah. decision we make, that's the decision. We moving forward, not looking back, um, not saying, oh, it's your fault that it didn't work out. It's your fault that it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, this is our decision. We made it together and yeah. stick to it. Absolutely. Yeah. 
That's kind of what I've been picking up on in this theme of talking with partners since you've been, is like, it is a superpower to have a very powerful, positive, close relationship outside of your work relationship, because you've already established communication skills that you can now put into practice while you're in your work modes and that the stakes are that much higher to have to find a solution. Because like you said, at the end of the day, you're going to bed next to each other. You're going to wake up and have breakfast together. And so making the decisions, um, coming to an agreement, finding balance is even more important in your business because then you're not going home to a different house at the end of the day and being like my co-founders today were driving me nuts. (laughs) You still have to face your business partner at the end of it all. Um, it's, that's, that's pretty cool. Do you think that you guys bring out, like what qualities do you think you bring out in each other that might not be there if the other person wasn't part of this venture with you? Well, if it wasn't for Melinda, I would be a a complete mess out here. (laughs) I would be a complete utter mess out here. I'm into that. I I know so. I know so. Because at the end of it, it's like I said before, I'm, I'm the big picture person. And like, I hate details. Like I just, I get very overwhelmed when it's like, when it comes down to like the nitty gritty stuff, you know, like the things that she, that she does for the business. Can I do it? Yes. I prefer not to just because it'll take me way longer. I may not do it the right way, the way that she does it. Um, so I'm just out here. And if it wasn't for her, it would be, it would be, <laughs> who knows if we would have DMAG right now, to be very honest, you know? I think I kind of, chilled out a little (laughs) I was was always so uptight so so worried about how things are gonna work trying to plan every single thing but watching him work and like he just kind of does everything like on the go like he doesn't need a plan he'll just like he'll do it and like you know maybe there is like you know there's a plan for all of us and whatever's meant to happen will happen so yes I can have like an outline of what I want to do but I don't have to have an hour after hour planned out yeah, so i sure. think yeah i think that was good I, one thing i have learned from her uh, i've learned a lot but one thing that i've one thing specifically that i've learned from her that i've implemented actually recently is just doing a to-do list it's it's like the simplest thing and like i've always said oh no it's whatever i'll just on on the fly or i'll just put it in my phone and i'll never yeah. look at it again whereas now it's like if i have a million things running through my mind which i usually do i'll just write it down and then as long as I have it down, like I actually, I've become recently a lot more organized because I wake up, I put my thoughts on paper. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. And then as I go, I just check it off, cross it off or check it off. And by the end of the day, that, you know, mammoth of a list is now down to just maybe a couple of things or maybe nothing at all. And I just feel so much better. And I learned that from that. Yeah. I'm also not a natural risk taker. Like you probably get a sense of that already. <laughs> so um, he's the one always, you know, out and looking at these deals and bringing them home. And I'm always like, Ugh. but okay. I mean, I trust him. Like at this point, like I trust him. I trust his judgment. I know what he's doing is right. And he always firmly believes that things are going to work out and they always do. So I always say things will work out if you want it to work out yeah. because you will figure out a way yeah, to right. make it Absolutely. work. Absolutely. No so I think I learned that from him. Like, you know, you got to take risk. No risk, no reward. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. My, mindset is definitely half the battle in running your own thing, um, especially right now 
as we have been facing a global pandemic in the last several months um, at this point, how has it changed? Uh, my first question about how it's changed your business, if any at all, mm -hmm. positive, negative, what kind of impact have you felt specifically on your business right now? Yeah, I mean, when, when the pandemic first hit and it was, you know, officially called a pandemic at that moment in time, we actually had a couple deals under contract. And, you know, before the pandemic, we would look at deals through one lens, but now because of the crisis and, you know, the economy is, you know, all over the place right now, we had to switch gears and look at it through a different lens. And we decided at that point, could we handle those deals six months ago? Absolutely. We could. But with the, with the curveball that was just thrown at us, we had to literally take a step back and really just look at the playing field and see, okay, what's happening? What is going to happen? Um, but then the, the other worry that we had was, you know, our tenants, you know, unemployment is through the roof. You know, the numbers are going down, then they go back up. It's just so unpredictable. Um, one thing that we did immediately um, once, we once we saw, like, the impact of this pandemic, we literally typed up a letter, um, you know, shout out to, to um, you know, uh, bigger pockets because they're a huge, huge resource for people like us who are real estate investors. And um, they rolled out uh, this idea of, you know, typing up a letter and just communicating with your tenants, letting them know, listen, um, we understand there's a pandemic. Number one, take care of your family, take care of yourself, stay healthy, practice social distancing, wear a mask. Um, here are some resources in case something does happen to you and your family. Um, but when it comes to actually the rent part of our conversations, um, the rent is still due, but just know that we're humans. We're not robots. We do have hearts. If there is any, if there is an, at any moment in time that there's an issue with your rent, let us know, keep that line of, of communication open at all times, because we do have options for you, no matter what. Um, and literally a, a couple days after I, I typed up the letter, I hand delivered it to each tenant to their mailbox. And a couple of days later, I'm getting phone calls just saying, thank you. Like, thank you for understanding. Thank you for not being that type of landlord, um, that just demands, demands, demands. And you're just, you know, thank you for understanding. Yeah. Um, to this day, knock on wood, all of our tenants have been on point with their rent. Um, wow. We have one tenant that is on a sort of like, sort of like a payment plan. Yeah. Um, because again, we understand the situation. Um, yeah. But either way, we we were able to look at it from a different lens, how to analyze deals differently. But more importantly, the core of our business is our tenants. Without our tenants, we have no business. So we, we had to make sure that no matter what, we take care of that first. I want to say that I the beginning of the pandemic was probably one of the most challenging times for our business though. Mm -hmm. um, we went through a really hard time because every because of the uncertainty, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. The investors started backing out. Um, the banks started changing financing, um, underwriting and financing. Yeah. Everything was changing. And we had so many good deals under contract and we were so excited. And then all of them fell apart, you know, it was just except like, one. <laughs> yeah, except one, but yeah. you know, it was just, it was, it was really hard for us because we were doing so well. We yeah. were on the roll, you know, we sky was the limit yeah. and all of a sudden, bam, like it was just a, a kind of a, a, a reality check that yeah. maybe we needed to kind of humble down a little. Absolutely. Um, 
So in a way it worked out eventually, but at the time it was really hard and it was really challenging and we were trying to cope the best we could. Um, but that was the time when we, we realized, okay, like nothing is ever going to be the same anymore. Yeah. Let's pivot. Let's see what else we can change, how else we can do this. Um, and yeah, and we just kind of came up with another plan. So yeah. slowly we worked into that. I, re I remember, you know, a couple days after, you know, the pandemic hit and things really like started changing for us in our business. I remember I, I it's not that I had a breakdown, but I kind of like, I was kind of getting nervous because I quit my job to do this. Right. And now, you know, the pandemic hit, the economy's changing. What am I going to do? I'm not, I, I'm just not the type to sit home and do nothing. You know, and she kept telling me, listen, relax. It's going to be okay. Let's take this time to really organize ourselves and look at, look, look at all of this as an opportunity to, to better ourselves, yeah. to better our mental health, to better ourselves and our relationship and our marriage with our, our new baby boy. And then she told me things will fall into place. Just give it time. Yeah. And literally a month and a half later, we saw the field and we said, you know what? Okay. We can, we can work with that. We can work with this now. <laughs> and we can right back to work. There's that pragmatality. Uh, I think I just made that word up. Prag <laughs> pragmatic mentality. There you go. <laughs> to kind of go run slow where, you know, um, that was probably the best thing you guys could have ever done instead of just try to panic and freak out and make a whole bunch of rash decisions and then be stuck with nothing. Um, it sounds like it was a pretty smart idea to, to, to take a step back, to breathe, um, to acknowledge how intense the situation was and it still is, and then use it to find those silver linings. I think it's the entrepreneurs I'm talking to right now who are diligently seeking out silver linings. They're not afraid of acknowledging how traumatic and hard things are, but they're so resilient with saying, despite that, we're going to find a way through. Um, and that's what makes successful businesses in the long run. Because if you can weather this storm, wow, you guys can do anything. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how we feel. Yeah. I mean, and we I mean in the moment, it feels like everything is falling apart. Like, yeah. of course, the world is coming. It's, it's crushing down. But um, you just kind of, you have to get out of it. You have to find a way because, you know, him being all worried, that wasn't doing us any good. You know, it wasn't helping in any way. And I don't worry. <laughs> I'm, the, yeah. I'm not the type to worry, but when this yeah. all happened, I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is real. This is real out here, you know, so. But it did give us an opportunity to really look at our business and come up with new creative things and come up with different types of strategies that we're slowly implementing now um, to take the business to a new level, so. Wow. Um, well, let's touch a bit on that right now. You guys are trying out a new model, flipping homes. Um, how is it going? What's the market like for that? Where's that at? Yeah. So we decided to do that to, to get into flipping because right now, although we are in the middle of a pandemic and there's an economic crisis, the real estate market was impacted at the very beginning in the sense that things just slow down. You yeah. Know, people were pulling their properties off the market. Nobody wanted to let anybody into their house, rightfully so. Um, that people were just very afraid of, you know, putting their house on the market. And 
having a bunch of visitors coming and looking at their properties. Um, but after a month and a half or so, people started realizing that, you know, okay, it's, it's bad out here, but we can still make this work. Um, the market, the real estate market, at least out here in New Jersey, it's really countrywide state, um, throughout the United States, but here in New Jersey, it's a really hot real estate market. Um, there's very little supply in terms of properties on the market and the demand is through the roof. Um, yep. once the, once the pandemic hit, um, the feds decided to slash interest rates to the point where they're at like all time lows. Um, and that's driving the demand for buyers out in this market right now. So it's just a simple supply and demand. There's no supply at all whatsoever, very little. And yet there's people looking to buy. So what's happening? Prices are skyrocketing right now. So we looked at that and said, Hmm, we have these two properties that we were going to hold like we usually do, but there's very little supply when it comes to multifamilies in our market right now. And we have gold right now. So we decided, you know what? We've been wanting to do this. Why not now? And if it doesn't work, okay, we'll just go back to what we've always been doing, which is just rent it out, cash yep. flow the property, and just keep it moving. And it's been going really well. We're, we're going to be listing one of the properties in about a week and a half. Wow. Um, and then the other property, that'll, that property will be up and running or up and running on the market, I should say, probably in like another two months or so, I'm saying. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, we're doing other stuff too. You know, we yeah. focus, we're trying to focus more on branding. Yes. We're, we're going to try to do more of uh, like off-market um, deals. Mm -hmm. um, so just a lot of exciting things that, you know, we figure nobody else is doing at this point. So we might as well, you know, jump in and <laughs> see what happens. Absolutely. Yeah, so. opportunity. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, exactly. That's why you guys are going to be successful. Cause you know, we have, we have some really, really cool friends over at this company called, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, they're like this me out yeah. of Austin. They're, they're doing an amazing job helping us put all of this together. Yeah. And it's been a lot of fun. It's been, so fun. It's, that, it, it's been out of our comfort zone because we've always been like, eh, well, you know, let's, let's, let's do what we got to do. And that's yeah. it. But we decided, you know what, yeah. this pandemic, although it's, you know, bad out here it's been a blessing in disguise because again it allowed us to slow down really look at the business and say you know what let's work on this brand let's work on you know the direct to seller marketing that we've been wanting to do for so long and we're having fun yeah cool can you give us a little practical uh advice or tips on first timer interested in dipping their toes into um this this sort of industry that you guys are in right now? Like if someone was thinking about how would I do that? Um, one, how would they do it on their own? Two, how do they work through with you? If sure. they were going to partner with you, is there, explain yeah. a little bit about how that works. Absolutely. I mean, if anyone is looking to get started in investing in real estate, I mean, I, me and Milan always say educate yourself first and there's a lot of resources out there. I mean, I can't say it enough. Bigger pockets is, is like a gold mine for us. I mean, there's a network of people out there that are doing exactly what we're doing here in New Jersey, New York City, the tri-state area, but then all over, the, all over the country as well. So there's a lot of ways to just learn from others. We read a lot of books as well. So we educate ourselves a lot. Um, but if you're really going to take the dive, um, you have to, I always recommend start analyzing deals. Look at what's on the market right now and figure out what it is that you're trying to do. Are you trying to get into a property that's a single family or a multifamily, number one? Are you looking to get into a property that needs no work at all or turnkey? 
or are you are you willing to get your hands dirty a little bit and get into you know a property that needs a little love or maybe a full renovation get get used to looking at those type of properties that you could just look up online and make a decision once you decide okay i'm going to be a real estate investor that looks at multifamily properties that need a little bit of work okay now you can start looking at those properties and start analyzing deals and figuring out just going out and seeing properties at first so you yeah. can see what, the, what they sell for yeah. what uh what they're what they what they could possibly rent for but then eventually you have to get your finances in place get pre-approved get your pre-qualification done that's usually done you know through the realtor that you should be working with at that point the realtor is very very important in that in this like puzzle because at the end of the day the realtor usually he or she has a team in place they have the mortgage company they have the title company the insurance company the appraiser the inspector and that person should be able to put you under their wing and say follow me this, this is the property you want i'll get it for you this is what we got to do and then you just go from there right mm -hmm. right That's cool yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, what do you guys do um, right now? Obviously, we're all kind of stuck at home, so we're like limited for activities. But like, but it's a, it's a long work day. Does work and life bleed together? Do you guys ever stop working? Do you love to like finish the day and you like recharge together? Like, how does your life and your your work all fit together right now? Well, I still work full time. I still have a nine to five. So that is still a big part of my day. Um, you know, there are days that I have a lot of work and I'm just locked up in the room and I don't come out. There are days that are a little bit, you know, more fluid. Yeah. Um, so that is a big part of my day. But because our business is still in such an early stage, you know, very often we'll just, you know, just kind of get out of the house, take Noah on a walk, and yeah. we walk and talk yeah. and <laughs> discuss, we discuss, you know, uh, whatever updates we have for each other in terms of um, our real estate business. Um, do we do that? But it's also um, just a good way to just like get out of the house because we've yeah. been, for the most part, cooped up all day. And we have a little nine month old that, you know, is running around, but yeah. As soon as we take him out, he calms down a little bit, yeah. you know? He's like, wow, fresh <laughs> like, air. Yeah. You know, look, there's a tree here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He just starts looking around. Yeah. And it's just a good way for us to kind of like unplug yeah. and just call it a day and just catch up on everything. But really just just yeah. walk and just enjoy the, enjoy the fresh yeah. air and just walk and, you know, yeah. enjoy the rest of the day. Yeah, it is, it is difficult now, you know, with us being home and... Yeah you know, constantly just seeing each other. And now in the past, I want to say a month or so, Dan started getting out more because, um, because you know, things started opening up a little, uh, sellers let people fall into houses and business is just taking off. So I've been home a lot with Noah, but so, you know, at least like he gets to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but, Absolutely. But yeah, it's, it's been hard, but I think we're managing and it's just kind of like taking one day at a time, you yeah. know, like don't expect that each day is going to be the same because, because it's not, it's, not. <laughs> it's, it's different not. every single day. Yeah. And sure. I think at, at the beginning I was stressing that a lot because, you know, I am very structured. I like to be organized about my day and, and right now all there is is chaos. <laughs> organized like, chaos. Orga yeah. Sense. Organized chaos. And yeah. you know, at first it bothered me, but it's just like, I had to learn to live with it and I had yeah. to learn how to work 
around it instead of try to fight it because the way things are looking, this pandemic's not going away anytime soon. So for now, this is my home, my office, and my um, playground, and <laughs> everything else. And everything else in between. <laughs> the gym, it's the cafeteria. Oh, yeah, yeah, all that. All that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Do you guys, like, lay in bed at night and, like, talk about your business or are you do you intentionally say you know now we're Dolman and Milena right now we're no not. I mean I feel like at a certain point and we were just that uh, we just watched Parks and Recs for the first time oh yeah we finished it yeah <laughs> so like I'm very surprised to unwind at the end yeah. of the day yeah. um <laughs> Such so like you know like I want to say about 8 8 30 that's when we're like all right that's it like let's just watch some tv yeah. or do something completely yeah. So we don't watch TV at all during the day. So yeah. by the time Noah's down between 7, 7.30 yeah. and, you know, we have dinner, we wrap up anything that we have yeah. pending by 8, 8.30, that's it. We're just, we're hanging out. We turn on the TV for a couple hours and by 10 o'clock, it's lights out. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, our brains are just fried. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I think back on the beginning of when we were building Blended Sense and it was very hard for Albert and I to not, um, bring the business into every single aspect of our day. Yeah. And one of the, uh, you know, we do have a third co-founder. And so we could kind of use her as an excuse to be like, Georgie's not here right now. We shouldn't be talking about this. Like, <laughs> if, if, like we can't contact her because it's like a ridiculous time of the day or we're doing yeah. something just for each other and we're bringing something up like, and we can't call Georgie. Like there should be a signal that like, Let's save that for now. Let's focus on each other because without this, you know, working on your relationship outside of your business, your business wouldn't exist. It wouldn't be able to thrive. And so I think it is important to kind of like take those moments and just sort of. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I am starting to implement a new rule that Sundays are just for us okay. and I don't let him do much business. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just, it was I getting bad. It doing. was getting bad. I don't getting care bad. what we're doing. I don't care. Like the only calls you can take are from tenants yeah. and those are just emergencies. Right. I don't, yeah. don't want to hear talking. I don't want to hear talking about deals. How you <laughs> I don't numbers I want to I love you and all but I don't necessarily want to hear about all your worries right now <laughs> like how are you gonna handle inspector inspectors and yeah. this and that like no Sundays are for us we make pancakes in the morning we yes. spend time with the baby yeah. and we just chill out and hang out yeah. so that's kind of <laughs> that we're doing now it's because those lines are very blurry like you know home and family life and business and and all that so yeah well i love absolutely learning about how your lives have just blossomed and transformed because the two of you chose each other to build a life and love and so many incredible things are blooming around you because of that and it's not easy, but I can just see that you make it work because it's worth it. And that is such an inspiring um, thing for people to witness so that they can know it's possible. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think the idea of being like, I could never do something with my spouse. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of people when in reality, that person might be your best ally in business. You, you never know if you don't try. So it's cool that you guys go out there and you do it. You do the hard work and I cannot wait to see what happens 
um, with this new sector that you guys are trying with the flipping and um, just kind of what the yes, rest of the year brings. So little Noah's first birthday coming up in a couple Hi. months. And it's, yeah. A little boy's going to be one. Oh, <laughs> you guys are so old. I'm be 30 and three days later, he's going to be one. Yeah. So it's going to be a big month for us. Yeah, it's going to be a good it's gonna be a fun month. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Um, well, something that we do at the end of every show is called the statement sip. In the other seasons, they were a mantra or a quote or something. And this month uh, or this season, we're focusing on mental wellness because I think when you have a strong partnership in your business partner, your founder outside, um, you, you got to practice mental wellness in order to make it work. Do you guys have something you want to share with us on what you do together or anything you do alone to practice your own mental wellness? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we actually we actually practice something called the Miracle Morning. Um, it's something that we were introduced to, um, before, before we had Noah, yeah. we were very, very on top of it. So basically, and we just started implementing it now again. Um, so basically a miracle morning for us is we get, we go to sleep very early, nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock lights out. We're up really early at like five, maybe five thirty, Um, and we practice something called savers. So in the morning, um, we get up, um, uh, throw cold water in your face, drink a nice cold glass of water, wake up. Then we sit in the living room and we sit in silence and we meditate for 10 to 15 minutes. Um, she's very good at it. I'm not that good at meditating because again, I have a million things running through my mind. Uh, but you do that for 10, 15 minutes. After that, um, the A in savers, affirmations. Um, just practice your affirmations that you've either written down. I have them on my phone. She has it in her phone. You just repeat them for, for a couple minutes. Then you sit down for another five, 10 minutes and you visualize, you visualize how you want your day to go, how you want your business to look, how you want your life to look. Um, after that, you get up and you exercise. So we stretch for five, 10 minutes, get the blood flowing. And then after that, we sit down. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't yep. have to be anything crazy. Just a couple stretches, a couple stretches. Yeah. And then after that, we sit down and we read the book that, you know, we're personally reading. You know, she'll read yep. one book, I'll read another. We'll sit down there for a half hour, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour until Noah gets up. Um, the last part is scribing or journaling. Um, we're not too good at that. Um, that's <laughs> something that we definitely want to, yeah. but that's what our, that's our thing. You know, yeah. we do that. We were doing that diligently um, before we had Noah. Noah came into the picture and, you know, Sleep sleepless <laughs> nights for a couple months. <laughs> yeah. You know, but now that we have a nice routine going on with him, we've been able to implement that recently and it's been really, really good. It's been really, um, really And good. just so you know, this isn't our idea. Yes. We, were, we read a book. It's called Miracle Morning. It's a whole series of books. Yes. By Hal, 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 Hal Elrod. Hal Elrod. Hal Elrod. <laughs> yeah, I have the book. I just I'd have to look yeah, it. Um, but yeah, we read it and we're like, you know what? Let's try it. And yeah. we didn't realize how good it was until we stopped doing it yeah until we stopped <laughs> once yeah. we stopped we were like wow remember how much more like at peace we were yeah. how things just like all the problems seemed so, so true. easy and we could just comfort the world and everything was so great <laughs> so then when we stopped doing it we were we, you know for a little while because you know obviously you have a baby it's okay it was a few months yeah. now we're back at it and it's like we're already feeling a lot better. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's definitely a game yeah. changer. It just puts you in the right state of mind to get the day going. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is obviously like, you know, you can adjust it to your needs. Of course, absolutely. You don't feel like stretching absolutely. and you don't have to stretch. You right. don't 
want to read for 40 minutes, you can read for five minutes or 10 minutes. Yeah. Any kind of yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The idea of getting up and being intentional about that first part of your day. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, cheers to that. That is our statement. Yes. Yes. This morning, a miracle. Zalwin <laughs> um, and Milena of DMAG Capital, thank you so much for being honest and open about your relationship and your business and all the incredible things you are building. That's another episode of Tea with Abby, y'all. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for watching Tea with Abby. Be sure to click subscribe and smack that like button so you can stay tuned. <laughs> smack that like button. See that like button? Smack it. Thanks so much for watching an episode of Tea with Abby. Be sure to click subscribe and smack that like button so you can stay tuned with new episodes all year long. And if you want to learn more about Blended Sense, visit us at our website, www.blendedsense.com, or follow us on social at Blended Sense or at blendedsense.io. See you next week.